So the next speaker we're going to have, uh, when I met him, I heard a lot about, uh, there's a person out there doing a lot of neuro training, his name is Dr. Carrick, and he's a very famous guy, and then I heard that, hey, there's this guy named Dr. Court, who we're going to bring up here in a minute, and they said, hey, this guy's doing some wizardry out in Portland, Oregon area, and he's doing all these different things, you know, he's kind of like a mad scientist, and when I, and since then, it's been about a year and a half, I guess, we've been doing some seminars together, we, we went to, I was speaking at the, a, uh, auricular therapy conference in Vegas and he came out to help me with that and we got a lot of time in the booth and, and what he shared with me and everything I'm going wow our doctors and our clinics need to know about this you don't have to be a doctor to use a lot of what he's going to teach so don't worry if you don't have the right initials after your name you can still do a lot of the things he's going to talk about because it's it's all about holistic health and the brain and what he's done has been some incredible work so I invited him here to share with you he's also going to be speaking every day the, today tomorrow and on Sunday so you get a little bit of him every day and what he's talking about so Dr. Court come on up and share with us the KB3s and ABCs and brain body balance Patrick I couldn't find it couldn't find what Thing and I couldn't find it. I, I went to your room, I looked, I couldn't find it. I went to my room, I looked, I couldn't find it. So Patrick asked me to go find his hairbrush. <laughs> and, and, and then and, and I was like, look, and I couldn't find it. And then I looked in the mirror and I went, oh man, we're living in the past. I love you, man. Thank you. Good day. How are you all? I'm Dr. Court. I had to do that because I actually did that at a, I got asked to talk about concussions at a rodeo fairground. Okay. And, and no kidding, I'm in the bathroom and I hear myself get called up. And so I go running up there and I'm wearing not cowboy boots. And as I hit the, hit the um, stage, there's like sawdust and it was like ice. And so as I slid by the mic, I grabbed the mic and I, I did that one and, and we're in this rodeo grounds. I'm like, tell that joke, you know? I'm like, sorry, I'm late, man. I was, I was looking for my hairbrush. And everybody was like. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I looked in the mirror and I realized, you know, I'm, I'm living in the past. And they're all like. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm actually here to talk about concussion. And if you guys don't laugh at the next joke, I will give you a headache that never goes away. <laughs> so, there we have it. Um, so my name is Dr. Court. I'm a chiropractor in Portland, Oregon. I've been a chiropractor for 20 years last month. And uh, before that, I worked on a paramedic unit for a decade. And as you saw in my bio, I've had a lot of high-speed stops. Um, I actually was an extreme skier for 12 years. And um, in that time, I broke a lot of bones. In fact, it's pretty amazing, you know, Patrick said I do some wizardry stuff. I didn't realize exactly what kind of wizardry stuff I did. So Christmas Day, I was skiing with my kids at Mount Bachelor, and um, waist-deep powder coming down, 30th person on the top of the mountain, hadn't been opened all season. Coming down, skiing up to my son, hit a rock as I'm going over my skis, I hear my leg break. Um, broke in seven places. Broke my tibial plateau in seven places come out to the Sonics booth, I'll show you a cool picture. And um, <clears throat> so I did a lot of the stuff that I do, and January 3rd I was walking on it without crutches with no pain. So when you look at that, that's kind of some of the cool stuff that we do. But listen, the ABC is really about bringing it back to basics. And so 
you've got to look at the environment. What environment do we live in? And um, Dr. Barwell, that was amazing. I wanted to share something with you real quick. Um, does anybody know that we're surrounded by Wi-Fi? Is anybody concerned about that? Does anybody know what it feels like? Anybody ever heard of electromagnetic hypersensitivity? Hand, show of hands. Oh, cool. Then you do get this. So this is an app that you all need to get tomorrow to be in my talk as well. This is called the Architecture of Radio. It's time to blow your minds. So this app measures electromagnetic hypersensitivity. I just want to show you all the towers and smog that's all around us. Okay. That's nuts. Is it not? It's called the architecture of radio and it's crazy. So I actually have electromagnetic hypersensitivity so that's kind of what I feel and I don't hold my phone up to my head for that reason. I want to talk more about that maybe today, maybe tomorrow. So um, this is me. This is uh, brain body balance, the A, B, A through F. I didn't do the whole alphabet because I knew I wouldn't have time. So, <clears throat> airway. Who thinks airway might be important? You know, when I worked on a paramedic unit, every time we touched somebody, we'd check and see if they had an airway. And we don't really think about airway that much. But airway is like critical. We spend a third of our life in bed, sleeping, or maybe not sleeping. As Dr. Barwell said, how many people don't sleep well here? Well, has anybody ever had a sleep apnea test? few of us okay it's not very fun you go into a lab how are you gonna get any sleep in a lab well we have a device that we actually send home with you that we put on your that you put on your forehead has a little nasal cannula and we can measure your sleep why is this important because if you're snoring you are going to be just like Dr. Barlow has said in sympathetic syndrome or sympathetic overdrive just case in point does anybody sleep with a snorer Anybody in here snore? Come on, tell the truth. Hello, I'm Dr. Court, I'm a snorer. Okay, I was a little horrified when I found out that I actually stopped breathing for over a minute and a half several times a night. I wanna ask you something. Does anybody deal, how many chiropractors? Show of hands, great, okay. <clears throat> Massage therapists, acupuncturists. You guys deal with stiff necks, stiff backs? Let me ask you something. Do you think that if people are in bed going like this, all night long, that they'll be relaxed in the morning? Or do you think that maybe, just maybe, they'll have a stiff neck? Maybe, just maybe, if they're like really at it, they have a stiff back. And then they stop breathing all night, you know? So little, little bits, you know, a minute and a half, two minutes. Eventually your brain goes, you know, hey dude, <clears throat> I'm just not going to wake you up. I'm not going to give you that, hey, take a breath. <laughs> right? And <clears throat> it happens. It happens to me too. So we have a sleep apnea assessment. We do that on our patients so that we can find out how they're sleeping. And then we have strategies to help them with that. So that's the A. Airway is super important. 
<clears throat> now, balance. Balance is really, really important. Vestibular balance is incredibly important. How many people know what the vestibular system is? Okay. And how many people think, well, let me, let me ask this. I was talking about this earlier today. Go to the chiropractor, you have a stiff neck. Chiropractor says, Mr. Jones, you have a stiff neck. Mrs. Jones, women come more than men. Mrs. Jones, you have a stiff neck. Let me adjust that for you. Mr. Jones is like, hey, that's really great, doc. See you in two days, because it's going to come back. Why? Why is it coming back? Well, what if, let's just try this on for size, what if Mrs. Jones actually has a vestibular issue? What if every time Mrs. Jones closes her eyes, she goes like this? Do you think she's going to have a loose, supple neck and a loose, supple back if every time she brinks, she feels like she's maybe riding a bicycle on ice? Anybody ever done that? I grew up in Aspen. We, we used to put screws in our tires so we could ride in the snow. And when sometimes if you hit the ice, it got really interesting. And you weren't like going, dude, this is cool. You're like, ah! right? So the vestibular system is super, super important. And if you blink and you're like this, there is no way that we're going to fix you, in my professional opinion, unless we take care of the vestibular system first. Does that make sense? Once we take care of the, and there's a lot of different ways to do that. Did you know that you can actually gargle and improve your balance? That seems pretty easy. That's a take home and it's free. What about hum? You know, the monks did this. They, um, right? I know there's Terry back here. He's, he's almost a monk. Um, so we can hum and we can improve our balance. You know, we can gargle, we can improve our balance. You know, anybody got a uvula in the back of their throat? I used to have one, I'm one of the few that doesn't. And guess what I found out? When they cut your uvula out, now I had a, uh, an allergic reaction to a pesticide on a mango. There's your environmental toxin. Swelled up, plugged my airway, couldn't even drive myself to the hospital. Finally got to the hospital, gave me a Benadryl. Never had one of those before. That was an interesting experience. But it stretched the uvula and then it was like always flipping around, and so then it happened again, didn't know what the trigger was, swelled up, plugged shut, couldn't breathe, emergency, cut it off. Problem is, that's what God used as a ponytail for balance. He's like, oh, I got all these extra nerves, what am I gonna do? Ah, I know, I'll just make this little dangly thing back here. So, what's really interesting about the little dangly thing is that it's just, it lies just forward of the vestibular cochlear nerve in the brainstem between the pons and the medulla. So, hmm, I got to thinking one day, how can I stimulate that? Because that's what I do. What can I do to stimulate this? And that's why Dr. Porter thinks that I'm some sort of wizard. So we came up with gargling. When we gargle, we can do all kinds of different exercises where we have them stand like this and we gargle. Okay, you can have your patients stand with their feet together and you can gargle. If we can get enough, enough of a gargle going, then we can improve the balance. And you can do these with your patients all day long. Is that a helpful tip? Man, has anybody ever heard that before? Okay, so now we're gonna go into the vagus nerve, all right? And are you guys awake? Because if you're not, you know, I'm, I'm looking at Memo back there and he's like, hey, you gotta do something here, Court. So we might have to do the wave or something like that. Or we could, you know what? Let's do a little gargling for crying out loud. Everybody stand up, please. 
All right. Now, you know what? This is one of those things that your patients are going to want to do with you because they're embarrassed. And honestly, I don't care. This is how we do it, okay? I want you guys to do this with me, all right? Now, the first one, we're going to just gentle gargle, and then I'm going to show you how we actually, like, really hardcore gargle. But this is what I want you to do. Take a sip of water, and you're going to go like this. You know, I can honestly say that I have never done that before, but I almost feel a little like Freddie Mercury right now. <laughs> that was that was cool. All right, so listen, I have my patients gargle like that three, four times, like five times a day, and it improves their balance because we're stimulating the uvula, we're stimulating the vestibular cochlear nerve. But now, let's take this a step further because we got cranial nerve eight. 10's pretty close. What can we do to stimulate 10? Well, 10 runs to the gut. Yes or no, don't say no. Okay. 10 runs to the gut, so one of the ways that we stimulate this is through gargling, but we gargle with gusto. And now I don't want you to do this. I'm gonna do it because I'm far enough away from people that I'm not gonna get them wet. But go ahead and sit, you guys feel better now. So when you gargle with gusto, you actually gargle the gag, okay? You can gargle the gag, or you can use your toothbrush or a tongue depressor, and you actually get a gag response. I'm not gonna do it, I'm scared. But if you, if you will gargle to gag, okay, that looks more like, oh, oh man, that was close. Okay, you can do that, and when you do that, you get this guttural response that starts to activate the vagus nerve. If you can activate the vagus nerve, you can change somebody's life, which is their dealing with the autonomic nervous system. Does that make sense? Is that a good take home? Okay, and then brainwaves. I don't really need to go into brainwaves because everybody else has done it, and they're amazing. On chiropractic, you know, I am a chiropractor, and so Sunday I'm going to talk about some of the things that are super, super important to me. And the first is gait. And so we're going to do an hour-long seminar on gait. And then this evening when this is done, I'm going to bring a projector down unless they'll do it for me. I'm going to show the talk I did last night for the VIPs on sonics and sound vibration. Because um, there's some really cool things that I showed and some pretty cool miracles that'll touch your heart. So if you want to meet me tomorrow night, or I mean tonight afterwards, just for a half hour um, before we go to dinner, I'm happy to do that for you. If nobody's there, I'm gonna go to dinner. Okay, so diet. Everybody's talking about diet these days. Diet is pretty important. Um, I eat pretty much whatever I want, but I do it in a window. So I eat um, from about noon till about six sometimes seven. So I eat in about a six or seven window, and then I have about an 18-hour fast. That's called time-restricted eating. It's really, really important. And um, there's a great book, everybody write this down, and it's gonna be in my talk tomorrow. It's called Circadian Code. It's by a guy named Sanjan Panda. And it's not exactly Sanjan's work, but do you realize that the circadian rhythm and the circadian code was actually uh, won the 2017 Nobel Prize. Pretty cool. And you can be a part of the biggest study that, is that right, Jet? The biggest study? If you go to mycircadianclock.org, it's a really, really cool human clinical study where you actually um, take a photograph of your food and what time you eat, and then they're collecting that data to talk about circadian codes. And um, it's a really, really cool study that Sanjin's doing. So diet, evidence-based nutrition, you know, that's what I use in my clinic. 
I don't sell nutrition in my clinic unless it's got human clinical studies in it. So that means that I don't sell a lot of nutrition. Because <laughs> a lot of nutrition has studies, but it's somebody else's work. You know, like vitamin A is good, D, E, and K are good, B12, B6, but it's not on their actual formula. So what I've done in my clinic is I sell only stuff that has human clinical studies on that formula. And then I also have to know the scientists that created it. And I have to hang out with them and read their work. So my nutritional stuff is pretty limited. But it's really, really good. Water. How many people think water is important? <laughs> it's, it's vital. Anybody know about what's coming electronically for us with our cell phones called 5G? Yeah, some people think they do, some people do. But it's interesting, um, you know, I've talked to some really big people recently about 5G and, and it's still a mystery to most. But what I can tell you about it is that if you are not hydrated, you are doomed. So that means at minimum half your body weight in ounces of water. You know, I can't tell you, how many people do you have that you ask? How much water do you drink? And they go, well, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I have like, I, no, I could always drink more. And I'm like, okay, so what's mean, honestly, the truth? And they're like, well, you, 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 you know, six, four, three glasses of water a day, but and two cups of coffee and tea. Does that count? And pop. No, that doesn't count. You have to take half your body weight in ounces of water, and. Um, then there's exclusion zone water, and I were over there in the sonic, we'll talk about easy water. But easy water is exclusion zone water, that's what we have in our office. Micronutrients, minerals, super, super important. Let's get back real quick, I'm going to go back real quick to the water thing. Okay, so we have two cells, this one looks like a grape, this one looks like a raisin. Which one do you want in your body? Grapes. Grapes. Can't make wine out of raisins. Come from the northwest, it's all about the wine, right? You can't make wine out of raisins. If you have raisins for cells, you are doomed. Now, when we add vibration to it, which several of us have talked about, it makes the cells healthier. And so if you have good hydrated cells, then you have happy mitochondria. And mitochondria is totally where it's at. Do you know what a mitochondria is? It's a powerhouse of the cell and it's so, so important. Okay, so sunlight. Sunlight's really critical. Um, I wish we, I mean, I love living in Portland, don't get me wrong, but you know, it's really hard to get up in the morning and hit the sunlight, because it's usually raining. So sunlight's super important for um, probiotics. I'll know about how important probiotics are for us. Um, these are all things that I use in my clinic. Omega-3s, organic sulfur. Did anybody know that sulfur actually is the beginning and the end of the DNA chain? So MSM, sulfur, I use a crystalline sulfur. What's the name of the company, Jet? Zen formulas. So we use a product called Zen formulas for organic sulfur. Spoonful of that twice a day. And then um, we're looking at this uh, HGH gel stuff. So our environment, EMF. Man, do you want to hear it again? I saw some people like literally sitting when I did the speaker and they're like, it's crazy. So EMF, we have to look at how we handle our phones. You know, this has become this is an entire weekend talk, but good or bad? Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Good, great, important. Some of us are on it a lot more than we need to be. If it's the last thing you look at at night, your melatonin's messed up for four to six hours. 
90% of our children sleep with this in their bed. Now let's think about this, and we'll talk about this um, a little more tomorrow. But if you stick this against your head, this part goes directly to your brainstem, the center part of your coconut. If you cook the center part of your coconut, you lose vision and hearing. Just for a second, imagine you're in downtown New York on New Year's, and you lose vision and hearing. Good day, bad day. Like at 11 to 30 at night. It'd be terrifying. The other thing that a lot of people tell me is they're like, oh, I'm really careful with this. I don't, I don't put this against my head. I talk like this. I talk on speakerphone. Well, now you're just blasting your thyroid. You're doing it there, you're doing it there. Hmm, maybe get a cord. We have some that we use that use air, air uh, cords. So time-restricted eating, time-restricted electronics. We call it tree. So UV blue light, cell phones. Last thing at night, first thing in the morning, not so great. Time restriction, time-restricted eating, time-restricted electronics. Chemicals, we all know about that, we need to um, minimize the chemical hits. Look, I had my, I almost died because I had a mango that had pesticide on it. Did, I didn't lick the skin. I used the knife, I cut the meat, then I used the same knife to cut the fruit, then I put it in my mouth and boom, all hell grew loose. It, it was bad. Um, and then pathogens. There's so much going on about pathogens right now. We're looking at the gut and the pathogens in the gut. That's a whole nother talk, but Safe to say, it starts in the gut and it goes to the brain. And if you don't think the noggin and the gut are related, they're intimately related. Maybe we'll have some time to talk about that this weekend. So foot, we're already on F, and I still have nine minutes and 38 seconds left. <laughs> Hoorah! All right, so we've got the foot. You know, our feet are so darn important. We have some exercises that we do for the feet. You know, you should massage those things. Lots of people won't even touch their feet, but their feet are so, so important. So we do, uh, at my clinic, we actually have some stuff that we, that we made up. Actually, Jet there in the back. Jet, can you raise up your hand? Jet is one of my oldest friends. We've known each other for 30 years. She actually taught me how to learn so that I could become a doctor then stepped out of my life for 20 years and then came back into my life and now we're working on things to change the world and I'm going to talk to you about that in a second. So another really amazing guy that's here is the guy from Vox Socks. Has anybody seen the guy from Vox Socks? Yeah, go down the hall, hang a left, hang a left. Vox Socks are amazing. Ha go and stand on the foot pads and have him show you the demonstration. When he showed me, I just looked at him, I'm like, I don't believe it, but I'll take a pair of socks I want some insoles, and now I'm hooked. They make a huge difference in your life. Essential oils, like I said, Jet created, uh, she's a biochemist, a master's in biochemistry, and one of the most brilliant people I know. Um, she actually created an oil for us called Court Calm that is, is really spectacular. We put that on the feet and massage that in the feet of my patients. Light and sound therapy. Um, we have the Sonics. And we do some amazing things with the Sonics. I encourage anybody who wants to stay, I'll do this talk, to, the talk that I did last night for the VIPs regarding sound vibration. I'll show you some really, really amazing things that have happened in my clinic in the last year. I've been doing pioneering with the sound vibration for the last three years. And it all started, seven minutes, 56 seconds. It all started with, the, uh, with a little autistic boy named Sam who had optic nerve hypoplasia. And we put him on it and it changed his life. And then in my clinic, we also use hyperbaric oxygen. And so we have a hyperbaric chamber. And I just started with that about six months ago. And, and the changes that we're seeing in cases in my clinic on strokes, um, 
haven't put anybody in with Parkinson's, concussions. Oh my gosh, one of my kids, when I first started with him, he couldn't even read. And uh, he, on Saturday last week, he took second in state championships in wrestling. And now I have a whole new group of people that I can work with because I'd never seen a wrestling tournament. And I'm like, I'm throwing cards on the mats. <laughs> so what's next? Well, we're, gonna, we're putting together a curriculum and I'm talking um, with Patrick about that. And then we have our EMF sensitivity human clinical. And our human clinical is that we are working with a group called Canary Speech. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about Canary in my six minutes, 48 seconds. Canary Speech, anybody know about the voice and how important the voice is? You're gonna love this, folks. We have a friend who um, was actually worked with the guy that invented Siri. And he has a company called Canary Speech in Salt Lake City. And the voice is incredibly rich. In fact, the voice has 2,554 nuances to it. When I had hairs on my head, that's what you know I used as a biomarker. It's like 2,554 hairs, 2,554 different nuances in your voice. And it's so rich, it's, it's second only to DNA. What does this mean for us? The future is here. We have a test that in four words, I want to know, repeated four times, we can determine Alzheimer's and dementia with a 97% accuracy. Whoa. So we're also working on one with electromagnetic hypersensitivity so that we can measure the voice for electromagnetic hypersensitivity. And we're build we have to collect the voices first of non sensitive people and sensitive people so that we can figure out which nuances we need to isolate because we only needed to isolate like 13 to 18 nuances to do that first study and now we're also um, collecting voices for something that's really really near and dear to my heart and that is does anybody know what's going on in our world with suicide in our country and not on the reservations just you know the general joes in our country with suicide in our children from 11 to 25 year olds. I need somebody with a calculator. Is there a millennial here? There's not a millennial, shoot, I'll get Audrey. It's Audrey close. Come on up, bring your, bring your, bring your phone, quick. I only have four minutes, 48 seconds left. Actually, you can all do this. You know what, it's okay. You can all do this, I want you to sit down. Here it is, these are the numbers. I want you to put these numbers into your phones, okay? So the number is, we have a teen or a tween or a millennial, ages 11 to 25, that attempts suicide every 38 seconds in this country. That's not the number, but every 38 seconds. Now we're gonna talk completion. We have 125 children a day that complete suicide in this country, okay? Now take 125 times seven. Somebody call out that number. 875 a week that perish in this country to suicide, our children, okay? Now, take 125 times 365. Give me that number, please. 45,625 a year. And I'm not hearing anything about it. So what we're doing is we've created this, we're, we're, we're working on it. We need you to help us collect voices. 
and you can talk to Jed at our booth about this, we need you to help us collect voices because when we get enough voices collected, we will be able to, not we, but the people that are making this, we're just voice collectors, we will be able to determine the propensity of these people to commit suicide. And then we'll be able to reach out to their five closest friends and say, Johnny's in trouble. You need to call him right now. These are the things that we're doing to change the world. And these are the things that we're doing in our clinic. So come and talk to us about the EMF sensitivity project. Come and talk to us about being a physician and working with us. Because it's going to take all of us to change the world. We can't do it one-on-one. -on -one. We need your help. We need your voices. And we need you to help us collect voices. So these are the people that we're working with. Canary Speech, Defender Shield, SRS, and me at Core Chiropractic. And we're in phase two right now. And I have two minutes and 40 seconds, so go look for your hairbrush, Patrick. Okay? So here's the deal. Why is this so much to me? I need to tell you something, okay? We vibrate. Listen, most of us in this room are vibrating about 40 hertz. But our millennials are vibrating about 70 hertz. And so they make decisions really quickly, okay? It's nothing for them to go like this. I mean, they just make decisions like so fast, it's nuts. And so a couple of months ago at Christmas time, I was invited to a wedding. And Jet and I were at this wedding. And this, this beautiful girl, I mean, just beautiful, beautiful girl. She walked in, she was radiant. She sits down to talk to me. And she was the daughter of the bride, one of the stepdaughters of the bride. And she's, she's talking to me. And I said, tell me about you. And she goes, well, I just graduated from uh, Arizona State University. I have a degree in neurology. I'm like, cool, so do I. And she's like, yeah. And, and I said, so tell me more. And she goes, well, I just got my dream job at the University of St. Louis in the primate lab working on brain research. I'm like, cool, that's so cool. And she's like, yeah. And as I was talking to her, I just had this overwhelming, like heart-stopping question. And I looked at her and I said, tell me about when you attempted suicide. And she looked at me and she goes, how did you know? And I said, that's not important. Tell me about it. She goes, it was six months ago. And I said, tell me more. And she goes, well, I just got my dream job. And I said, the one at the primate center? And she said, yeah. And I said, and? She goes, I posted it. I posted it on Facebook, posted it on Instagram, and I only got 50 likes. And I'm, I'm kind of a dork, you know? I'm like, so? And she looks at me and she goes, I said, well, what'd you do? And she goes, I took a huge bottle of pills. When my boyfriend got to my house, I was unconscious and my heart had stopped. They did CPR on me for an hour and they saved my life. And I, I looked at her and I said, you, you had a permanent, took on a, a potential of a permanent solution to a temporary problem because you only got 50 likes? And she goes, yeah, why wouldn't I? So when I talk to you about this, I know I've got all these people that are like standing like this. And I forgot to even talk about nasal breathing, but close your mouth, breathe through your nose, it helps your nitric oxide, okay? Keep your mouth shut, just close, all right? Close your mouth, breathe through your nose, and realize that our kids are willing to react like this, okay? My daughter, she sits on her phone, and I'm like, what are you doing? We're at dinner, we're at dinner. And she's like this, like, 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 I'm like, who's that? She goes, some star, I follow him on Instagram. I'm like, who's that? Dad, another star, I follow him on Instagram. I, you don't even know him. How many people do you have on Instagram? My 12-year-old, 900. 
900 people you know on Instagram? You don't know any of these people. But our children are building their, their identity off of media. And they will make a permanent decision to a temporary problem as a result of 50 likes. I need your help. Will you help me? Yes or no? Don't say no. My time is up. <laughs>